have a really bad joke this week. Ooh, my favorite. That's my favorite kind of joke. <laughs> okay, perfect. Um, and it's just bad because I, I actually don't think it's that funny, but it's on my list of jokes, so I, I should use it. You're going to use it eventually, let's be real. Exactly. Um, so, you know how much I love and miss traveling. Yeah. But, like, it's it's really not encouraged for me right now because the last time I flew, I tried to sue the airport for misplacing my luggage. Okay. But I lost my case. <laughs> Wait, that one's actually really good. Okay, well, I'm Bree. And I'm Paul. And this is Signal 25. It's our fire-themed podcast, which we definitely have remembered in the last 17 episodes, is supposed to be vaguely fire-themed. Oh, shoot. So every every time we do something now, it's just we're just going to be like, fire! and Fire! Uh, yeah. Danger! Just like occasionally. So listen to this with headphones on, but preferably like good noise-canceling headphones so that no one thinks that you're shouting fire. We would hate for that to be the case. Unless you are shouting fire, in which case, get out of there. Stop, drop, and roll. Call the fire department. And why are you listening to a podcast? <laughs> Maybe it brings you comfort. <laughs> I have to listen to a fire-themed podcast while I'm around a fire. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you should listen to a different podcast. Anyway. We should do a fireside podcast this summer. Ooh, that's a good idea, actually. Uh, speaking of things that bring people happiness and calm in stressful situations, license plates, probably. You know, I was just thinking I need to get my comfort license plate replaced. <laughs> what, what is the difference between a comfort license plate and just a regular license plate? Paul, one of them goes on my car because it's the registration, and one of them is a comfort object. So, but like, you, I feel like there's a very it. clear. It is none of your business. I, uh, what I, I do like with think, my okay, yeah, comfort sure. license no, no, plate? You're right. You're absolutely right. That was that was insensitive, and I shouldn't try to pry. But but am I on the right level of things that one does with a comfort license plate? sleep with it hold it while you cry into darkness yeah like you know it's all the same idea okay that cool that that makes sense obviously that is a normal thing that uh many people have yes but if you are looking for a new comfort license plate or in fact a regular license plate that you want to put on your car and you live in the state of florida and you're a big disney fan and you want to have a license plate that will immediately date how old your license plate is, you can buy, <laughs> or will be able to buy, unclear to me at this time, a Walt Disney World 50th anniversary license plate. Yeah, like a vanity plate. Yeah. It's kind of neat, actually. Kind of neat, but also... Yeah, it definitely dates itself immediately. Well, that, and I think about vanity plates up here in Washington, and when you buy a vanity plate and or qualify for a vanity plate, it's because the money goes to an organization. So, like, we have, like, the wildlife ones, the national park ones, and then, like, there's, like, the college ones, which the money goes to, like, help fund tuition and stuff, and then 
there is like the Seahawks season ticket holder plates, which you qualify for when you become a season ticket holder. Wait, is that how you? Do? I thought you just signed up and you could you can just buy a Seahawks license plate. Is that not true? I mean, I don't know if you can. I know you get one if you're a season ticket holder. I thought you just got a license plate rim. I don't know. But anyway, there because... are sports team ones. But anyway, yeah. But so my question with the 50th anniversary is, is so when you buy that vanity plate, where where does the money go? Probably Who gets I'm, the I'm money? sure it's charity knowing knowing Disney with this kind of thing, like because they're working with the state government. The, yeah, it's probably charity. It's probably like give kids the world or make a wish oh, or, yeah. or something like that. Which, yeah. to be clear, are, are good organizations. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, these yeah. Are, no, no, no. Are, are worthy causes to be donating to. I made it sound like they're like, oh, they're just doing something to put money <laughs> in their pockets. But, you know. No, they're really great. I just was curious because it like doesn't mention that. And usually when like new vanity plates are released, it's like, this donates to this. But this one was like, 50th anniversary. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's cool, though. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that feels like it was has been 50 years since it happened. Disneyland is going to reopen on April 30th. And is anyone sure how it's going to work? No. <laughs> There's going to be, I think I heard 15% capacity, 10 to 15%. Potentially. I heard like 10,000 people was the absolute ceiling there. Yes. I think the only thing they're sure on is capacity uh, because the rules in California are so undefined. And so unclear that they have no idea how it's going to work. I mean, obviously, the theme parks themselves probably do. But from what the general public can gain is no knowledge whatsoever of how this reopening is going to work. So fun fact about the April 30th date. My understanding is that they were originally intending to open sooner because they can open, I think, as soon as April 1st. Um, Yes. They're not going to do that. And the reason they're waiting specifically till April 30th is they had that, was it Taste of Disney, Touch of Disney, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, that event in California Adventure. That, while it's still happening, is now definitely overshadowed by the fact that the park is reopening with, like, yeah. you know, rides. Um, but because they sold tickets to that, and specifically... specifically They sold so many tickets to that that they actually extended it. Well, they extended it up until the 20-something. So that's why they're not opening until the 30th, because they have to keep those ticket buyers happy. And I don't think they're going to be now, but, you know. No. And also, since we're on the topic of Touch of of Disney, yeah? Something like that. Yeah. Uh, I heard it's not worth it at all. No, of course it's not. No. So, uh, Carly Wiesel, my favorite Disney internet Twitter person, uh, she went, as her job states her to do, and she's like, it was fun, the food was good, the characters were cute, but I would not pay for it again. And that's kind of what I was expecting out of it. Yep. So. Uh, but also on the Disneyland topic, I was reading an LA Times article talking about how they don't know if indoor rides can be open because there's a clause currently in the phase that indoor rides can't be open. 
if they're inside for longer than I think like 45 seconds, I think is the, the time limit that you can be inside. And they also can't have indoor dining open. So any of the like restaurants can't open unless they have patio seating. Which lots and of them then, do. It's California, right? So yeah. this is it's less of a concern in California where a lot of the stuff is outdoors. Like, right. is, does Alice in Wonderland stay indoors for more than 45 seconds? I think, I don't think so, so, but I'm not positive. But not consecutively, I don't think well, so. Right, but that's what I mean. Like, and, I don't, and, so I don't know. That's, and that's where the line's drawn. And they're like, are they going to open all the lands? Because, like, Galaxy's Edge is all indoors except for just the land itself. So how do they efficiently like open that without, you know, crossing the line? So they're not sure if everything will be open when it reopens. Uh, They expect to announce that like later, closer to the 30th. And also a lot can change in a month with vaccinations and case numbers and everything else. So I think that they're just holding off until like days before to be like, yes, this is what we can actually open. Things change um, for better and for worse. Oh, so, exactly. So it's it's certainly possible yeah. that that doesn't even happen. But exactly uh, that, and it's California residents only, so you cannot travel to go to Disneyland. Which that makes sense to me. That I think is a completely valid rule. Why they did not do that for Disney World, I will never understand. It's because the state of Florida doesn't care as much as the state of California does. Oh right. Florida. No, but it's going to be interesting to watch this play out and see how it happens and see if it actually even opens on the 30th. Like, I, I don't know why I have this weird feeling it's going to be pushed back, but I have wasn't a weird it, feeling. Wasn't it Disneyland Paris? Someone announced recently that they're pushing back indefinitely their, their reopening. Yeah, it was Disneyland Paris. They were supposed to reopen on April 30th, same as Disneyland, and they've pushed it back indefinitely because Paris is in lockdown until June 18th. Europe is is having a much worse time than the U.S. is for a change, which is, I don't want to say nice because it's bad. It's bad. But it feels a little bit good to not be the worst at the moment. To be fair, it is completely the United States' fault why Europe is having a hard time. Yeah, that's true. It is 100% our fault. But we're not talking about that because this is a Disney podcast. and But we are going to talk about other things that are mildly dystopian, including facial recognition. That was a pretty good transition. That was a great transition. And if you guys have listened to our other episodes, you know that we've been, we've been predicting this for a while. So um, I think... Brie, I think I think maybe next week. I'm not sure when exactly, but okay. at some point, we should just go out and make our wildest Disney predictions. And by yes. wildest Disney predictions, I do of course mean our, you know, board meeting basically telling Disney what they are going to be doing for the next year and a half. <laughs> the Signal Twenty Five board meeting. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. We'll make it an uh, an annual thing, maybe a quarterly thing. I don't know quarterly thing i'm gonna write that down though so that we don't forget the name of that episode um right anyway basically they're testing facial recognition to let you into the park which okay i mean i don't know like whatever okay sure i i think that this is actually a really bad test for it though because everyone is not only like choosing to they're required to 
wear a face mask for the entire process and time. So like you're right. really only getting half of the possible facial things to recognize. Now, I guess that does potentially help them. Like, what if you have a beard and then you shave it off or I don't know, something like that. But but I mean, if your phone can figure it out. Yeah, that's true. But your phone is also a lot closer. True. I mean, we don't know how close these screens are going to be. Maybe they're like right there. Like, obviously, the people was... listening can't see this. But like, if you're like my phone was like at the touch point and you just walk up and it like. Yeah, you know, boop, that's boop. true. I don't know. I mean, they must they have to be at least a little ways away because COVID, but. True. I mean, but does COVID even exist in Florida anymore? Like, eh. Yeah. Yes, it does. It definitely does. I mean, they shut I down mean, spring break. I don't know if you heard about this. They like in shut Miami. down all of Miami. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was insane. I watched the Twitter video last night. I was like, oh. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's just not. It is news and it is big news, but it's just like not interesting because it's so like, yeah, duh. Yeah, right? Why did it take... How How has it taken them this long? Like, Also, my curiosity with it, and I'm pretty sure we talked about this in, like, our dystopian future episode, was I wonder how long they've been doing it and just not telling people. Like, yeah. had, had the technology set up and just monitored it, like, to see what they could see. So, for legal reasons, I'm not going to say the thing that I know to the public. However, I do happen to know that Disney can tell where your magic band is. It's not as... The thing that I know is not as scary as it sounds. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, they can more or less figure out where a given magic band is in the park. I knew that. So it's like, this is this is not even that creepy in the scale of things Disney no. has and is currently doing. I only knew that because a lady at Living With The Land hard... like bolted her stroller to the fence and then ran away when they tried to like talk to her in security and that's how they found her real oh wow that's more than i knew that they were doing oh yeah they can track oh. people as security threats through the park with their magic band that makes sense and is smart speaking of things that make sense and are smart black widow is finally 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 coming to disney plus literally over like a year later than it was supposed to come out. It's also coming to theaters. Uh, it was supposed to come out on May 7th of this year. Well, originally it was supposed to come out of May 6th or something last year. Mm-hmm. And then that didn't happen. So then it was going to come out yeah. May 7th this year. Well, there was a bunch of other release dates in between there too. But anyway, finally they moved it to July 9th and it will come to theaters and also Disney Plus for premium access, which means it's $30. Yeah, I'm um, that's okay whatever but uh, uh. i'm excited it's finally coming out i'm also excited that it's coming out but also like come on why <laughs> like right. if you're gonna do this disney plus thing just do it in may like right how much more money are you gonna make in july in the theater as opposed oh, and to may Ju- and by july like like it's just gonna be flipped like, in May, more people would do Disney+, Plus and less would do theaters. And then in July, it's going to be more people doing theaters and less doing Disney+. Plus. So it's like... Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, as a result of that, Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings got moved back to September 3rd. Which, uh, okay. But that's only in theaters, at least for the time being. Which makes sense. September 3rd does not seem unreasonable for an, a theaters-only release. Yeah. 
um, but also getting the premium access treatment. Uh, but this one is coming out in May still, but it's also coming to theaters. I don't, it's doing, I don't, whatever. Cruella. Um, but notice it's end of May. I guess. Why didn't they just switch well, the release dates, though? Why didn't they just right. like, push Black Widow back to the 28th? And then put Cruella out. And, and then set, put like, Cruella in, out in July. In July. I don't know. And like, because the only reason I think that they got rid of the early May date was because vaccines open to everyone on May 1st. And so they wanted to give at least a couple weeks to like, yeah, have more people feel comfortable going back, which so that I understand. But like you said, why didn't they just fl- flip the two? I don't know. I, I do know that Marvel really likes that first weekend in May or last weekend in April. That's when they released the original Avengers. I think the second Avengers. I know the third and fourth Avengers. Yeah. Um, Captain America Civil War, I think, came out that week. Um, or those One of those two weeks. But, like, at the same time, people have been so hungry for movie theaters. It's not going to matter when they release them. Like, people are going to go. Well, I would have said that about about Raya too, but that does not appear to be the case. But to be fair, most movie theaters in reasonable places are still at like twenty five percent capacity and like all that. So yeah, but the numbers don't even support that. Um, oh well. But apparently they're really pleased with how it did on on Disney Plus on premium access. So I that's whatever. It's a good movie. You but, should watch it if you are willing to pay the thirty dollars. I liked it a lot. That's my review. Some. Some people need to watch it still, even though they already paid the thirty. Say, didn't you buy it like a week or two ago? Yeah, I have been busy. I okay. slept all weekend. <laughs> uh, right. Anyway, uh, the potentially the biggest news, uh, Luca, uh, which is the next Pixar film, is coming to exclusively Disney Plus. It will not get a theatrical release. I assume that there will be a theatrical run at some point somewhere. God, I hope so. If nothing else, so to to uh, let it be eligible for the Oscars. Um, but it will not be a premium access release. It will be free for all Disney Plus subscribers on June 18th. In which this pisses me off. Because if Cruella is going to come out on May 28th and in theaters and on Disney Plus for a premium access rate, why is Luca different? It's animated. Raya was animated. Yeah, that's yeah. I got nothing. The only thing yeah. I can think of is uh, all of these premium access things are definitely more adult oriented, right? So Black Widow is definitely PG thirteen. Cruella, I don't technically know that it's PG thirteen, but man, it sure looked PG thirteen. Totally PG thirteen. Um, I gotta look. Hold on. And then was Raya just PG? Raya is definitely not PG thirteen. It's definitely PG. Yeah. So like, uh, Cruella is PG thirteen. I'd hope so. God. So that's kind of what I'm wondering is if Disney has found, hey, the people who buy this stuff are the people who are more inclined to watch those PG-13 kinds of movies. Because you know that this this these kinds of decisions all have to be data-driven. I mean, I guess. But my biggest question with a June 18th movie release is just like, why not do it in theaters? Especially because it's such a, like, summery movie. Or it looks like, I guess, neither of us have seen the movie, but... Well, the trailer says a summer to remember, so, like, it's literally a summer movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like I said, I I would be surprised if it didn't get at least a limited theatrical run, but that may only be in, like, L.A. and New York. Yeah. Someone suggested on Twitter today, uh, in a couple threads I was reading about this, of doing a drive-in movie run. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Summer movie. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, that'd be that'd be cool. That'd be fun. I w- I would drive to the nearest drive-in to go see it. Yeah, a few other release dates. Um, all of these are in theaters. Free Guy on August thirteenth, The King's Man, which is the prequel to Kingsman: The Secret Circle, or whatever it's called. Um, I'm going to December twenty second. Uh, a movie called Deep Water, which I've never heard of. Uh, it's going to be depressing from what Wiki says. Okay. Uh, comes out on January 14th of next year. And Death on the Nile, which is the next um, uh, Inspector, what's his butt? It's a sequel to uh, uh, Murder to... on the Orient Express. What's that? I don't remember his name. And it's the author, and she's famous, Agatha Christie. Oh, see, there and... you go. And. Her character's name is. What is her character's name? I don't know. Uh, Inspector Poirot. P O I R O T. Poirot. To be fair, I, I watch shows weekly and I can't tell you the characters' names on them. So, what are you reading? I'm trying to figure out who uh, who was the inspector who's going to be in this next one. Oh. Actually, let me just look. Oh, hold on. Before I do that, let me. <laughs> Oh no, that was the last one. Okay, so never mind. So yeah. in this one, oh, it's Kenneth Branagh. Okay, who is um, uh, Gilderoy Lockhart from Harry Potter? Um, uh. I don't know who Tom Bateman is. Annette Benning, Russell Brand, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Letitia Wright, other people too that I don't know as well. Anyway, the other one, uh, the Murder on the Orient Express, was star studded. I've never seen it, but it's awesome. It's a very good movie. 10 out of 10. That's it for movie news. Fire! There's fire! It's a fire podcast. Fire! Fire! Danger! I feel like that's what I would yell in a fire, but okay. I feel like I would yell, somebody else call 911. I don't want to do it. (laughs) I don't like talking on the phone. Can someone else do it? (laughs) What if I dialed the number wrong? (laughs) I pocket called 911 the other day. Well, that's fun. Well, if you hold down like a certain yeah. amount, like or like if you try to unlock your phone a certain amount of times, it dials nine one one as like an emergency feature, and it had unlocked enough in my back pocket that like it started trying Face ID over and over again, and then I like hear the be- the, the three beeps it lets off when it's like doing an emergency call, and I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> please don't try to location ping me, no. <laughs> Podcast cat is back. Well, speaking of location pinging you, magic bands. And more importantly, what will probably lead to the end of... Oh, the cat is hugging the microphone. That's adorable. Yeah, she is. Um, I'm so distracted by the cat right now. She's a little (laughs) co-host. I'm so sorry. Dory, you're embarrassing me. Okay. Um, Right. Dory, what do you think about magic bands? I like them. I can chew on them. She probably would like to chew on them. She would. She's a big plastic fiend. Um, but anyway, talking about magic bands, we're actually talking about their inevitable demise. Um, yeah. Because magic mobile is a thing that exists that they are making. And it's basically magic bands, but instead of magic bands, it is literally just your phone. And you know what's kind of funny to me about this? That is they that didn't that's do kind it of five years ago? That, 
Well, mostly that. It surprises me they didn't switch to this when Max Pass came out in Disneyland, because that's essentially now what Disneyland is, is everything's on your phone. So the issue is lots of phones don't have the like radios in them necessary to do this. So you need right. NFC, which most phones nowadays have, but not all of them. Um, right. and especially people with older phones, they definitely don't have them. Um, your phone has to be pretty old and pretty low budget, even for the time to not have NFC at this point. Um, right. Especially on an iPhone, which is where they're going to roll out first. But the biggest thing about this to me is a magic bands are dead and that makes me sad but b you're going to be able to do it with your watch which i literally told people as a cast member i was like because frequently people would accidentally tap their apple watch instead of their magic band yeah or even you know even just a regular watch um but i was i would be like you know oh not yet but maybe someday right and now here we are and look at me now sitting why are you not all by myself recording a podcast about how smart i was when i was 19 (laughs) oh you were 20 come on i was 19 was it like early half of the program it was both halves of the program so you were both um i was also 20 but but i came up with a joke when i was 19 so but it's super cool i'm excited for it i also am always just a big fearful person of losing my ticket and or my metric band so, like, it being on my phone is much more convenient because I am 30% less likely to lose my phone. They said, uh, or I saw people saying, like, oh, this is really convenient because now I can just, you know, take my phone with me and that's the only thing that I need to go to the park. I mean, other than your water bottle and your raincoat and your whatever. But that's true. But that was also the original conceit of Magic Bands. So it just kind of goes to show you how long Magic Bands had been in development before they started actually getting rolled out because... When they were in development, they were like a brand new thing and like, oh, this is going to revolutionize everything. And technically, they were right. They just were in the wrong space because what was doing that was cell phones. Exactly. Or smartphones in particular. I can't tell you how many times I showed up to the park without a magic band as a CP. I can. It's zero. Well, it's one. No, it must be more than that because I used to have to use my... uh, my dumb scanny card thing. One time I showed up without either. I forgot, like, I'd just forgotten a both, and I did not want to take the bus back to housing. And so I, like, had to go to guest relations and had to go through, like, all of these loopholes to try to, like, find one. And then I ended up having to buy a magic band. Well, that's way, yeah, that's definitely the right solution. <laughs> but it was awful because it took so long because we had to do it outside of the park. Yeah. And the regular ticket counter couldn't do it because it was a oh, cast really? member card. Oh. And so but it had to be looked just... up in, like, the system. What should have happened, What? What? let me tell you what I think should have happened. Okay. As an ignorant, <laughs> an ignorant outsider. Okay. You should, because I assume your ID was already linked to your app, and you had a magic band already in the past. Yes. So what you should have done is purchased a magic band and then typed in the code into your app and linked it with your account that way. Ah, yes. See, that would have been an option, but you can't just buy a magic band without a ticket at the front gate. Oh, specifically at the and front since, gate? Yeah, and my. since I wasn't in the park. 
what you should have done then is taken the monorail over to the contemporary or walked over to the contemporary. Mm-hmm. Well, see, it was Hollywood Studios. So I should have, yeah, I should have walked to a resort and bought a magic band. Okay, well then take the boat. I know, but I was in panic mode of, oh my God, I can't believe I came all the way here without yeah. anything. I'm sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> I'll stop Disney mansplaining you now. Um, oh, perfect. <laughs> but instead, I will talk about the Jungle Cruise. I don't know why when I hear Jungle Cruise in my head, it immediately goes to the like the theme song of the Tiki Cruise. So in the jungle, 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 jungle cruise, in the jungle, 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 jungle cruise, it just plays in my head. I also don't know why you're thinking that because that is literally the first time I've ever heard that, I think. Yes, it just like it's one of those things in my brain that I don't say out loud very often. Um, but tonight was really loud, so I felt the need to share it. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. <laughs> Um, oh, you're welcome. Everyone, let's applaud. Let's clap for Brie. <laughs> let's clap for my insanity. Yeah. Yeah, they added, they're adding, a, let's see what the headline is. <clears throat> Jungle Cruise adds new characters, mischievous wildlife, and skipper humor to classic attraction. Uh, basically, they're giving us more backstory on the refurb of, well, in the, as a part of the refurb, they're giving us more backstory. I wonder how many people pay attention to the backstory who aren't Probably like, Disney nerds. Probably very few. I, I suspect yeah. very few people actually care. I do care. I really love I all care. of this world building stuff. Um, yeah. That's why I love like Marvel and Star Wars because that's basically all they are. Plus some good right. movies on top. But um, no, I love this stuff. Like they specifically call out in this thing the. Um, well, they name a bunch of people who I suspect will be either have been named and I don't know them or will be named at some point in the future again. Or like in the movie. In the movie or in the uh, in that new TV show they're making. Yeah. Or the TV show is uh, plural. Anyway. Um, right. And they specifically call out, uh, where was this? Oh, Mystic Point, which is uh, a land in Hong Kong where Mystic Manor is, which is basically their haunted mansion. Um, they also specifically call out the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, uh, and then they make a small world joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think that's As really they cool. should. I think it's really cool, too. I'm, I'm excited about all the new changes coming to it. I just wish that they would actually tell us what they are. Other than, like, the few drawings we got. Yeah, we got a few drawings, and they've said a bunch of words that don't mean much. Yeah, I'm excited for it, whenever it happens. Eventually. Well, have they even given a date of when it's going to start happening? Nope, I have no idea. I also don't know if... I assume it's on both coasts. I don't know. I assume so. Is it going to be international? Who knows? No one knows. Is Jungle Cruise even international? Yeah, they have it in other parks. Because they don't have it in Paris. I think they have one in Shanghai. It's either Shanghai or Hong Kong. I don't remember. And I think Tokyo as well. But I could be wrong about that. I never keep up. It's so hard to keep up with what rides are where. Definitely. But good news for you. You don't have to try to keep up with what resorts are there and what resorts are good because we're going to do that for you coming up after this word from our sponsors. Bree, do you like magic bands? No. Do you like your phone? Probably too much. Do I have the solution for your problem? Whoa. Magic Mobile. It's basically magic bands, but now... It's your phone. So what happens if you lose your phone? Um, you ask the nearest person to call you. 
What if I don't know my phone number? You don't know your own phone number? Of course I know my own phone number. It was hypothetical. How do you get people to Venmo you? Okay. <laughs> Paul, do you like rainbows? I like rainbow connections. Oh, but I'm... Is that where you were going? Do you like rice... No. Do you oh, like okay. rice crispy treats? Yes. Then do I have the dessert of the spring for you? Disney World has brought has brought back their rainbow rice crispy treats. Usually they only bring them out for pride, but this year they brought them out for Easter. What message is Disney trying to send? I'm not sure, but you can get them now at all Disney parks. And sometimes they have them on Shop Disney and you can order pre-wrapped rice crispy treats on the website. How many have you ordered, Brie? Actually none. But I always have some in my cart when they're available. Or I just make them at home because I can do that. Because I'm an adult that's allowed to use the stove. Who let you use the stove? I mean, I'm an adult. No one has to let me. I can use the stove. Seems dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous. I burnt myself literally today. Well, now that we have returned from (laughs) that vital break that earns us lots and lots of cash so that we can continue doing this podcast that costs us zero dollars... And we do exclusively for fun. Well, actually, I guess that's not entirely true. I technically now have spent money on the podcast. I also have spent money on the podcast. I hate the Epcot Barge stuff fun. Um, however, now we are going to rank resorts. And we have uh, decided to do this in a way so that we don't just give all of the like deluxe resorts the s tier we're, we're going for like bang for your buck so in some ways i think that we'll kind of inevitably do it as like deluxes end up in their own tier moderates end up in their own not like tier but like ranking them among the moderates versus among the deluxes versus among the values we'll see how it ends up but we're going to do this be surprised. in real time. Oh, here we go. And, you know, it might be, it might end up being like a war, a battle between the two of us of what's going to end up where. I- I'm hopeful that we'll come to some general consensus, but we'll see. Um, we'll see. We will post a picture of our completed tier list at the end when we post the episode. Okay. What one should we start with? Uh, I don't know. So I literally went through the Wikipedia page for the Disney World Resorts and grabbed all of their logos. I do love that there are logos for literally every resort. Um, super great. So grab a random one and let's throw it in our tier list. Let's do the Poly. All right. What would you rank the Poly? The Polynesian Village Resort. Oh, just to be clear, uh, our tiers here are S, which is the best, and then A, B, C, D, F, because we go by letter American letter grades. And then I just have really bad at the bottom. I don't know if anything's actually going to go there, but like, if anything is like so bad, I don't think it's. I don't think I have any that would go. I there. I don't think I have any that'll go there either. Um, I put the poly like middle top. I was going to say a B. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Is like the top end of the middle. So yeah, like a B, like a B. Yeah, I mean, because the Poly's great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it is one of my favorite resorts to spend time at. But, like, it has my favorite bar on property in it. So, like, I have spent a lot of time at the Poly. But I wouldn't pay to stay there. No. It's expensive as I'll get out. Yeah, it's not worth it. But it is beautiful. It's fun. It's even fun to really just go visit, to be honest. Yeah. I like, yeah, like I said, I like hanging out there. The only thing, 
Like that. And the reason I say it's not worth it to pay to stay there is if I'm going to pay that much money to sleep on a hut in the water, I'm going to pay that much money to sleep on a hut in the water in a tropical destination that's not Florida. Yeah, like Hawaii. Like, you know, Hawaii, Polynesian. Right. Hawaii, Bahamas, Barbados, Thailand, somewhere tropical and great that's not screaming children. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Your pick. I'm literally clicking random ones. Animal Kingdom Lodge. Ooh. Have you ever been to Animal Kingdom Lodge? Yes. That's nice. I have not. So I will I will defer to your judgment. Okay. Um I would give this an A. Okay. Because on off season you can get it actually for a really decent price. You can get it for around like 160, 180 a night. Wait, what how? What? Yeah, like, every once in a while, they it's on special. Like, it's one of the ones that gets discounted every once in a while. It is out in the middle of nowhere, so. Yes, and there's giraffes. You can literally sit in the lobby and watch giraffes. It's awesome. And yeah. it's gorgeous. Like, it is, like, and the rooms are gorgeous. So, like, even when you're paying $270, $280 a night to be there, it's a beautiful hotel. Cool. So, I, I think it's an A. I think it's worth it. I'll let you pick again. Okay, I will randomly move my mouse and end up here. <laughs> the swan. Wait, I've we don't have ever... the dolphin on this list. Uh, it's on here somewhere. No, it's not. I no, mean, it doesn't matter. Okay. They're the same, but also I okay. Swan and dolphin. It. Uh, the swalfin, if you will. Swalfin. Yeah. Uh, C D. C. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's do a D, just because it's not an actual Disney resort, and I feel like it's gonna be the only one that's down there. Yeah. I feel like we're gonna be too nice. I'm a little afraid about that. So yeah, we're gonna let's let's start being meaner. Okay. Um, because although the one thing I will give it is, if we're talking bang for your buck, it is definitely cheaper than most Disney resorts, especially for where it is too. Right. Does that mean that we bump it up to a C? I feel like I'm in a bad '80s movie when I walk into it. So no. That's fair. Also, the Swan Reserve is a terrible name, and that alone costs it like half a letter grade uh right go ahead you can pick we're doing the boardwalk i actually love the boardwalk but do i love it as a hotel or do i love it as a place to hang out with friends good question because i love the boardwalk i love like the ice cream parlor and just sitting out there at night like watching the boats and the lights like it's awesome but would i want to even stay there Hmm. Yeah, good question. The pool's cool. Not as cool. I do think I would want to stay there, though. I think it's got to be like an A at least. A B at least. It's pretty cool. It's really expensive, though. It's really expensive. So I don't think it's the best. But it's so close to Epcot and to Hollywood Studios. Studios. And it's got the whole shopping area right there. Like, you can go get dinner and... That's got to be an A, right? That's got to be an A. It's got to be an A. Maybe even an S. Okay. I'd be comfortable. We'll leave it we'll leave it an A for now. Okay. Let's get this one out of the way. Old Key West. (laughs) Old Key. I don't think I've ever been. I haven't either. Maybe uh, Um, instead of really bad, we should just make it question mark. Yeah, we'll just make it a question mark. Because I feel like there's a few of these we're not gonna be able to like Yeah. Agreed. But if any of you have strong opinions on Key West, like let us know. Like we're more than happy to change our minds if someone like can convince us it's great 
or any other resort if you want to argue that actually the swan is the best value on property and you are idiots let us know yeah <laughs> okay i'll grab a real one this time okay art of animation oh i feel like we're gonna not agree on this one <laughs> okay i would give it okay see this one's hard because i've only ever stayed here as a cast member so I've only ever paid cast member prices for Art of Animation. So for I've never me, it was, a, there. it was a great bang for my buck because I got 50% off as a cast member when I stayed there. So I only paid like $48 a night to stay there. Would I pay the 120 a night to stay there? Also, yes, because I'm cheap. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, let's let's come out and say it. It is the best value resort and it's not close. It is the best value resort. I will I will say that. Pop is definitely up there with value resorts, but sure. I mean, but they're kind of one and the same. Like they're connected by a bridge. Yeah. Like, but that being said, I mean the pool's great. I had a great time at the pool. They have like three pools. It's awesome. The Mer- but, Little Mermaid one plays music under the water. It does. I looked really strange as the only adult in the pool, sticking my head under the water to hear yeah. the music, yeah. but. <laughs> A B? An A? I was thinking an A. I was thinking really okay. high. Okay. I think, I think I mean, very that's highly fine. of Art of Animation. I do too. I love Art of Animation. It's one of my favorite. The lobby smell alone is a reason to stay at Art of Animation. The smell? The smell of the lobby is unlike okay. any other lobby smell. All right. You heard it here first, folks. Go stay at Art Go of Animation sniff for the smell. The lobby. <laughs> signal 25 does not endorse sniffing of lobbies okay what's next is it my turn your turn i think it's your turn okay but i also don't think it matters okay caribbean beach i've never been there but you've stayed there and it sucks because i've stayed there when it was under renovation so like i don't feel like i can give it a fair is that like i've stayed is that renovation over now yeah, it's totally okay. done. Okay. But, like, when I stayed there, it was under such res- renovation that, like, the bus stops were funky, like, to get around the resort. Because if you didn't know, you have to take a resort bus to each section. Because it's huge. It's a massive resort. I had no idea. Um, I have some really fond memories of Caribbean Beach for reasons I'm not going to say on the podcast. Um, and so I would still give it, like, a C, though. Like, it's a beautiful resort. But you have to take a bus to get to each section. And if you don't stay at the first section, by the time the park buses get to you, sometimes they're too full. And so you have to wait mm. for the next bus to come. Yeah, that sucks. So I, I, I'm going to give it a C. And it's, it's a mean, great. It's still a moderate, so it's not cheap. No. And I mean, I recommend staying there if time is of like, if you have all the time in the world on your vacation, you're not in a rush to get to the parks. You're not in a rush to get anywhere. It's a gr- Or if you have a car, it's a great resort. But if sense. you rely on transportation, and it might be better now that the Skyliner goes through it. It, you know, oh, it right. might yep. be. But at the same time, like, I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't. It's not worth it. Cool. Uh, next up, I'm going to do Wilderness Lodge. <gasps> I think we both like Wilderness I Lodge. I love Wilderness Lodge. However, I don't know that I would say it's a great value. It's expensive. It is very expensive. I now, always like you, to joke. Oh, this, go. This is coming from two people from the Pacific Northwest. Like, 
And I will say, the architect, it's spot on. Oh, they did like, a great job. Yeah, the look is completely right. But to me, it's like, why would I stay at this resort? No, I mean, beautiful and fun, and I love it. And I would definitely stay there. But it's a little bit like, why am I staying at this resort in Florida that looks just like the one at home? Which is what I would joke about, is I'd be like, a night at Wilderness Lodge is the same price as a one-way ticket from Florida to Seattle. So why would I not just get on a plane and yeah. go to Seattle as yeah. opposed to stay at Wilderness Lodge? And for that alone, I think it's got to be a B or a C. Yeah, for that alone. And that and the rooms are boring. Yeah, they're it interesting. Gr- it has great restaurants. It does. Very good restaurants. And it has walking and biking trails, which I think is super cool. And the boat, of course, to uh, Magic Kingdom is always good. And the geyser. Yeah, the geyser is really cool. And the pool's neat, too. I'd give it a C. A C? After yeah, all those nice but... things we just said about it. Okay, I mean, a B's fine. No, no, if you no, want no, to put a C. In B, let's, let's go a C. Let's go a C. I, I mean, just... the idea is to make a bell curve eventually. But... Yeah. All right, what's next? Music. All-star music it is. All-star music. <sighs> Have you stayed there? I've only stayed at sports. Oh, I liked it. I stayed there with my mom. It's, let's, I mean. The funny thing is, is you get exactly what you pay for. You get exactly what you pay for. The all-stars are not great resorts. Just flat out. No. The food court's nice. Okay. But it's a Disney resort food court. It's not like yeah, it's I mean, special. It's. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, our room was great. But it was exactly what we paid for. It was it. It's nothing special. It's a place to sleep, and a yeah, it's a place to sleep. A D, a C. I give it a D. Okay. Because like it is a great value. Like don't get us wrong. Like. Yeah, in comparison to other resorts, it's clear. But I will say, yeah. All Star Music is my least favorite All Star. So. That is your favorite All Star. No, my least favorite all-star. Oh, it's your least favorite. Okay. Yeah, like, I had a great time with my mom, and I have great memories there, but, like, I wouldn't say there again. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, let's just keep going with the all-star theme, then. Let's go to sports, okay. which is my least favorite and also the only one I've stayed at. Um, Bunny, it was my favorite all-star. Really? Why? Yeah. Well, we stayed in the football room. And so, like, we had the football field right outside, and it was super fun. And, like, we could just go goof around on it at, like, 2 a.m., and it was was a blast. Okay. I think movies is my favorite. I mean, I like movies, too. Wait, I have nothing against movies. I feel like they've all got to be basically the same tier, though. (laughs) I mean, they're just not enough separating them. They're all the same. They're all the same. the same layout, the same rooms, the same everything. The only difference is the theme. Yep. I'm moving movies into, into D as well. It's fine. I mean, I would argue I would put movies in C, but that's only because they have a giant Dalmatian. I think it's cool. All right. Movies is going to C. Yes. Pop. Pop Century. Pop. Let's get, get our values out of the way. I would give it a B. It's not as good of Art of Animation, but it's better than All Star. Yep. Yep. I'd agree with that. And that's not just in terms of the resort itself. That's also in terms of the value. Yeah, because it's more expensive than Art of Animation. Is it? Wait, what? Mm -hmm. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, not, like, majorly more expensive, but, like, it's, like, Hmm. a $20 or $30 difference between the two. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, then, definitely, yeah, Art is a better better deal because it's also a better resort. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, let's go to the complete opposite end. Let's do the grand flow. Okay. Ooh. Here's the thing. Have you stayed there? Mm-hmm. I have. It's a good resort. It's a very good resort. It is. It is a terrible value. <laughs> it's a terrible value. And like, I, and I love the grand flow. I like yeah, spending me too. time at the grand flow. Mm-hmm. The The cafe at the grand flow is one of my favorite restaurants on property. All the food there is great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I mean, the little gift shop, the basin shop there is the best basin shop to exist. That's where I bought a wine glass that all of the Mickey decals washed off the first time I washed it. Nice. <laughs> so now it's just a blank wine glass in my cover. Sweet. Uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, it has both the boat and the monorail to get to the Magic Kingdom, which is awesome. Super convenient. Yep. Especially when you stay at the room right next to the boat launch. Right. Which I did. And it's got the connection to the wedding pavilion. It's got tea time with princesses. So if you sit in the lobby, you see like Belle and Aurora come out with all these small little babies in princess dresses. And it's so cute. And also, it's like $600 a night. So it is an awesome resort. It is an atrocious value. So what do we give it? Because, like, I feel like we both love the Grand Flow. But, like, I would, like, if I would not have been a cast member and split literally a single room with five other people, it took six of us in one room to afford to stay there for one night. I would never, I I don't think I will ever stay there again on my own money. No. Does that mean it's an F? I think it's an F. I think it's an F. We have to make very clear, this is not a rating of the resort quality. Then how did the poly get a B? Because the poly is definitely cheaper. It's like 100 oh. to cheaper than the Grand Flow. Yeah, I mean, the poly is like 350 to 450 a night. Yeah, the poly, in my opinion, is just better theme. Like, it's more interesting theme. Like, the Grand Floridian's theme is, like, fancy. And I understand the there Grand- is actually technically a theme there, but... It yeah. just feels like fancy as the theme. The Grand Flow could be a hotel in any state in any city. Pretty much. So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I've given up. Like, I love it, but it sucks. Like, I wouldn't need, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, but it sucks. <laughs> yep. Um, real quick, let's get the Riviera out of the way, because neither of us have ever been there. It's a question mark. Question no mark! It looks cool. I want to go see the mosaics. Yeah, I want to go. I want to go see it. I don't know that I really want to stay there, though. If I had to guess, it would probably be a D in terms of value. I don't, but see, like, I don't know. I've heard so no many idea. good things about staying there that, like, I right. could see it being, like, a C, but. Okay, but that is completely a guess. Yeah, uh, neither of us have any idea, so. Uh, uh, it's definitely your Fort Wilderness. Ooh, I've never actually, that's not true. I've been there, been to it, but I I've have been never to stayed it multiple there. times. Um, my friend's grandparents spend a week there every summer in their RV. Fun, I guess. Yes, and they have a, she has a blast. She goes with them every year. She says it's so much fun. And I, (laughs) okay, it's either the best bang for your buck or the worst bang for your buck. Yes, and it all depends exclusively on how much you hate camping. And how close you live to Disney World. Yes, also that. Because if you can drive down to Disney World 
with like a tent, an air mattress, and you are perfectly comfortable camping. That is the cheapest way to do Disney. Yeah. It's like 45, 50 bucks a night. It's really cheap. It's awesome. It is cheaper than some campsites in Washington. It, we, we discussed this. It is like cheaper than renting a bike. Yes. And you can rent bikes and golf carts and people decorate their lawns of their RVs for different holidays. Like it is awesome. It's really cool. Unfortunately, I hate camping. I love camping. What what do you say this is? Because I could literally put it anywhere and be happy with it, pretty much. Because I, mean, I do I recognize gonna, the pure value of it. I was going to put it in an S. Yeah. I mean, in terms of value, can't beat it. In, in terms of value, there's so much to do. Yeah. It's so close to Magic Kingdom. You can take the boat over. And there's also, we can't forget Hoop-dee-doo. There's Hoop-dee-doo. There's the best breakfast on property. Like... They do like campfires and stuff too, I think, right? With Chip and Dale. You can roast s'mores with Chip and Dale. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Contemporary? What are we doing next? Yeah. Um, I've never stayed there, but I've been there many times. I've never stayed there. Yes. Eh. I hate the contemporary. It's not good. I mean, fun fact, uh, you go to the third floor of the contemporary, there's just these giant cushion things they're kind of like couches but they're more like super couches and there's like plugins and so you could just lay in the air conditioning and charge your phone on a nice. super couch i like i've taken naps there i've just sat there and hung out when i didn't want to be a magic kingdom anymore like it's awesome it's an f right oh it's totally an it's f, definitely but... An f. okay <laughs> but i wanted to point out the super couches yeah it's cool but it's not not cool enough it's to out- spend however much money it costs to stay there. Now, I it's will say, outdated. it does have the incredible perk of literally you can walk to the Magic Kingdom. I suppose you could also do, the, do that from the Grand Floridian now because there's that walkway. Mm-hmm. But it is completely reasonable to walk to and from the Contemporary. I've done it many times. I also have done that many times. <laughs> it's a short walk, too. Yeah. So that's the one benefit I'll give it. That is very nice, but it is not worth the price. If it was $100 cheaper a night, I would put it in a D tier. If it was $150, I'd put it in a C. $150 mm-hmm. cheaper, sorry. If it was $150, it would be an S tier all the way. But Right. Beach Club? Beach Club. Which one is Beach which, Bree? I have no idea. Uh, Paul, I could not tell you. All right. So we're going to do them both at the same time. Beach Club, I think, is closer to Epcot. Yacht Club is closer to Hollywood Studios. That sounds right. If I was to guess. It doesn't matter. They're the same. They're the exact... Uh, okay. People who love the beach club will di- like die on the hill that yeah. they are not the same. I know. But I don't care. They They're are the exactly same. the They're same. They're exactly the same. <laughs> the one of them does have a way cooler swimming pool. I don't I, know which I, one. I don't either. But it's awesome. <laughs> I think it's beach club. I don't I think yacht club I also think pool. it's beach club. That being said, what? B, C? Oh my god. I was going to say D. <laughs> really? No, I think that they're pretty. They're pretty good. I don't know how much. How much cheaper much are they, they than the boardwalk? Well, all right, hold on. Let's Beach let's look. Club prices. Here, I'll look at the boardwalk. Oh dang! What? I'm curious to know what the boardwalk numbers are because these are like six fifty at the cheapest. <gasps> six ten is the cheapest here for Beach Club. 
Oh no 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 no! Hold on. Here's a here's a five sixty nine. Wait, what? Still, what room are we looking at? That's like, a standard view. Okay, I'll hit standard view for. I'm on touring plans. Oh, I gotta put better dates in. Hold on. I'm just gonna. I'm doing touring plans because I trust them very much. Let's see. Let's do it in like July. Okay, boardwalk villas are five nineteen a night. That's the villa. Mm-hmm. What what did we rank the boardwalk? Because it needs to be way higher than that. It's a B. No, it's an A. Never mind. It's fine. It is an A? Yeah. Yeah, about 593. Oh, wait. Hold on. I'm on touring plans right now. Hold tight. We might need to move it down from A. Uh-oh. What do they say it is? Touring plans. Disney's Boardwalk Inn. It has a 4.5 out of 5 stars. Yeah. It's five fifty five to seventeen hundred a night. Well, sure, yeah. I mean I'm i I'm sure that it does reach that. Yeah, okay. But five fifty five to start is not terrible. I mean it's terrible. No. It's, like, I mean it's very it bad. That it's much. Very expensive, but also it is the boardwalk. But they got rid of their clown pool. Good, that clown is scary. But it's the best part. Disagree. Okay. But anyway, um, what were we talking about currently? Yacht Club, Beach Club, which is yeah, gotta Beach be Club, like Yacht a Club. C or a D now that I know how much it costs because it's just a worse boardwalk. Although not it that is much worse, worse I, not that much worse, I guess. Not that much worse, but like, I mean, it's closer to Epcot. Yeah, C. I'd put it in a C because yeah. it's basically the same price. Yeah, I would do a C, and that's for both of them, right? Both of them. Nice. What's next? Lord Orleans. Let's do it. I have a very strong opinion on Port Orleans, so I want to hear what you have to say first. I like it. Um, I haven't been that many times. I think I've been to each of them once, like Port Orleans and Riverside. Uh, each once. I've gotten food at Port Orleans. Maybe Riverside. I don't know. I honestly can't tell you which one I got food. Well, I've gotten food at both. No, I've gotten beignets at both. Um, I mean, they're good. They're good. They're beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful resorts. Um... But They're I don't also have completely an reasonably priced. I, I was going to say, I don't have an opinion. I don't think I've ever looked at the price. I don't... Uh, zero opinion. I I like them. I would stay at them if I got the chance. One moment. Let me double check that my numbers here are, are correct. Okay. Because <laughs> in my mind, it is completely reasonably priced. And in reality, is also completely reasonably priced. Uh, you know, Disney has really broke me on what is considered reasonably priced. Well, okay. I would like yes, to... yes, definitely true. It's definitely unreasonable. But for a Disney resort, the upper echelons for standard view rooms are a little over $300. Oh that's my god, that's like... actually just reasonably priced for a hotel. Yeah, yeah. Like, some nights you can get, here's like 256 Now granted, this is 2021, so pandemic. But, like, New Year's Eve, 372 Wow. You know, it's a dream of mine that is really insane, to but I would at like every to do. Disney resort. Um, no, not particularly, because oh, okay. as we've seen on some of these, I yeah, that's true. Some, some of them, them just suck. Um, um, is to stay at a different resort each night of my vacation. That sounds exhausting, to be honest. It sounds exhausting, but to be fair, I don't go that hard when I go to Disney World anymore. So, like, it would be really fun to just get to experience a new resort every night. Yeah, all right. Anyway, I say it's an S tier. Sure. It's my favorite I'd agree resort. With that. And I think they're beautiful. Completely reasonable price. 
I was going to say, if we're talking bang for your buck, I mean, I don't know. You you really can't, unless you're go, staying at Fort Wilderness, you can't beat You No, you can't Port beat Orleans. Port Orleans. Absolutely not. Uh, what I was going to say is, I whatever one I was at, I'm pretty sure it was just Port Orleans, not Riverside. But we were there getting pumpkin beignets because it was right before Halloween. And uh, ooh, there was like a jazz trio playing or like a jazz group. I don't know. And we were like leaving the lobby and it was all just like 50 plus year olds like getting rowdy to jazz music outside the bar. And we made the comparison. We're like, oh, my God, this is like the old people's jelly rolls like on property. <laughs> is that Port Orleans? <laughs> We won't talk about Golden Oak because that doesn't really count. And if you don't know what Golden Oak is, you know, go Google it. It's not that interesting. Uh, Saratoga Springs. Ever been there? Never been. Never been. All right. Oh, Unknown. wait, I've been to the bus stop. <laughs> that was the bus stop. The bus stop was nice. That's cool. Confusing, actually. <laughs> I mean, it's staying an unknown, but that's nice. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, Coronado Springs. I've been there. It's pretty good. You've stayed there. Yeah. How yeah. do how would you rank it? Um so I can only rank it before the they completed the remodel because I was there while they were okay. remodeling it. Pretty middle of the road. It's a little bit pricier than I might have liked. Um it's a little bit more expensive, I think, than Port Orleans. Um now with the refurb, it's probably even a little bit fancier than it was. Which gives it some value, but I mean prob- I'm thinking B. Okay. B is fine. Um, don't eat at Pepper Market. I don't think it's called that anymore, but whatever. It made me feel gross. And uh, that was no fun. So there we this go. This did end up like a bell curve. Yep. That's kind of the idea. <laughs> so in our S tier, we have Fort Wilderness, Port Orleans. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I feel really uh, good about that. A tier, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Boardwalk, Art of Animation. I feel good about that. Sure. Uh, B tier, Polynesian, Pop, and Coronado Springs. Yeah. Sure. The C tier, Caribbean Beach, Wilderness Lodge, All Star Movies, and then Yacht and Beach Clubs. Yeah. The Swalfin, uh, Music and Sports in the D tier. Yeah. And then the F tier being Grand Flow and Contemporary. Not, again, not rating the resorts based on their quality because otherwise no. this would be a very different ranking. Yes. Uh, and then we've never been to Old Key West, Saratoga, or the Riviera. Yeah, I think. But that's pretty looks... impressive that between the three of us, or three of us, there's only two of us. That between the two of us, there's only three resorts is what where the number three came is from. Is there a third person? Well, I guess the cat. Um, <laughs> but between the two of us, there's only three resorts we've never been to, and one of them is brand new. I think that's really impressive. And I mean, you could say I've been to Saratoga if you count the bus stop. I've been past Old Key West on the boat to Disney Springs. Same. Yeah. Never been, though. Saratoga Springs is just the closest to Disney Springs if you want to get on a bus to get on go to go to a park from Disney Springs. Right. That makes sense. I usually just take a bus to the resort nearest the park. Fair. I was just it was just the first bus there and I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, like a bus to the the boardwalk or yacht and beach or whatever. Oh, fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think we did great. I think it's a good map, and I think it's a good map to save. For the next time we go to Disney World of what are we looking for? Yeah, there you go. Off property and renting a car. Any- <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, this episode's gone on for forever. Um, but if you want to follow us for forever, for eternity, and never unfollow us, you can do Please. so 
on our social media accounts at signal 25 podcast on tiktok twitter instagram facebook is that it i feel like there's one more okay no okay that's it and if you want even more content from us and or want to leave us a voice message which you can do on our website which is i hate the epcot barge dot fun and also remember to like follow and review us on apple podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts i think that's how that works i don't know i think so we don't actually know how the algorithm works um we're not experts we're not experts we just do this um it's just fire oh yeah it's fire 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 (laughs) it's on fire burning hot 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 fire fire very hot embers um i think that's enough fire talk for today Uh, but i also think it's enough disney podcast talk i think it is too i'm paul i'm brie and this has been signal 25